Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. I'm super excited to announce my guest this week, Jessica Lim Leewag, right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Uh, From Jessie Creative. Um, She's an Instagram brand coach, photographer, and graphic designer. So welcome to the show. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, I, I am too. Um, I started following you a few months ago on Instagram. Um, and I just, I love your content and just everything about it. Can't wait to learn more about you and your, your history and your story. Oh my God. That's so exciting hearing about that. And <laughs> just like people <laughs> connecting online and now we're on a podcast interview together. So yeah, it's so it's the internet's a pretty cool place. Um, but scary too sometimes, but just like super cool with people <laughs> together. <laughs> um, what are you drinking today? So I got a I think it's called Poema Brute Sparkling Rose, and I am excited because rose is like my favorite. Awesome. Yeah, I've been like really into it this summer too. Um, I used to not care for it. I've always been like a heavy red drinker, like the darker reds. Um but yeah, rosé is just super nice on a nice sunny day. Mm-hmm. How is it perfect hot in Florida right now? Um, we're about to get hit by a hurricane. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so, um, <I> <laughs> it's uh, right now it's a bit gloomy. Um, I, I think there are big clouds kind of looming over, but you know, it's all good. <laughs> Hasn't yeah. hit us yet. Okay, good. Is it it's not a big one, is it? Or did it um I think it grew to a category four now. Oh God. So everyone's kind of panicking. <laughs> yeah. But you know, here we are with my <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, it's like a hurricane party. You got the, you know, you got the alcohol, so you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I grew up uh right outside of New Orleans and you know, we were there for Katrina and, and all that. So um yeah, stay safe for sure. All the big ones, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. So diving into the, the juicy stuff. Um, how long have you been a business owner? Like what's your business? Um, how'd you start it? Who does it help all of that? Okay. So this is a lot, but, um, I've been a small business owner for, I would say two years now. Um, I recently just switched onto the online space. I used to have a photography business focusing on graduation shoots, portraits, magazine um, covers and weddings, as well as engagement shoots here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I saw so many limitations with just, you know, being a local small business. And I knew that if I wanted to take it as my full passion online, that it has to be online. Mm -hmm. And it would be just, you know, perfect for me because I can work wherever. I love to travel. Um, I cannot sit still in one place. So I just, the moment that I knew that I could take my business online, I just like quit my nine to five and I was like, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to do. 
That's awesome. So a little bit of backstory. When um, I started my my business, right before I even had my photography business, it's actually quite tragic. Um, it's it's been like a long road. So three years ago, uh, I was like in a very abusive relationship. It was like my first ever relationship coming into college, and you know, like sheltered Catholic girl, just mm-hmm. didn't really what everything the world has to offer because I mostly stayed at home Mm -hmm. uh I focused on like doing my piano lessons you know painting doing all that other stuff just a creative person so I was a very big homebody and I just did not go out as much um so the first time that I actually went out and did stuff was in college and so got involved into this very toxic relationship and I just it didn't it was my first relationship ever, so I didn't know, like, the dynamics of, like, what things should be happening and what things should not be happening. I was just kind of like, hey, like, you already had a relationship before. I'm just going to, like, place my trust in you. Right. Um, so long story short, um, I, I ended up with a $10,000 medical debt because I landed in the ER. Oh. It was almost a... Yeah, it was it was almost a near death experience, um, and like I'm very, you know, open about this because it, it is a big part of my journey. It is really what propelled me to what I'm doing now, to really focusing on female empowerment and being, you know, stepping into my higher self and making sure that I'm all taken care of, but also like helping those around me. And when I had that 10k medical debt, as well as like you know being a college student. And I was on my path to actually go to med school. I I lost all of that. I lost my chances into going to med school because I had this 10K medical debt. I failed my classes. um, And I don't think there was ever a point of (laughs) me recovering from that because I absolutely failed them. Um, And I wasn't in a perfectly healthy mental space anymore because I could not just handle all this heavy curricular studies with medicine and then also like tried to take care of myself so I really had to pull back um and kind of give that up and that was like a really big turning point um in my life because the whole like my whole life my whole family um migrating over here like you know Asian stereotype the thing in my brain was just like, I'm going to become a physician. I'm going to become like a pediatric cardiologist. That was like my pathway. That was my, you know, set goal in life. Mm -hmm. And when I had that 10K medical debt, I, you know, my family wasn't really at that time, they weren't supportive at all because they were just kind of confused on what was happening. Um, The relationship was a secret. It was very toxic. Um, and then I, I lost my ability to go to med school. I lost like the classes to get there. I lost my scholarships. So I I was just like in a really bad place in a while where I was just kind of confused on where to go. And but something that I, you know, I found some sort of like comfort that I could start all over again. It was like a brand new beginning for me. And I got really excited with that because it's like I'm no longer pursuing medicine because 
my family told me so. I'm pursuing something that I love because I genuinely wanted to do that. So it opened up so many new opportunities for me. Um, so transitioning into that, I went from being a pre-med student to studying film at the College of University of Florida. <laughs> um, really big switch. People were like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? You're a junior and you're switching last minute into film, which are like completely different from medicine. Right. But I was able to, you know, like scholarships and I was able to really shine through that because it was something that I was really passionate about. There was This was also like around the time BuzzFeed and Vox and Vice and all these big online publications and news outlets started forming. And what really inspired me was this girl who just kind of spoke about her, you know, experience on Vice, I believe, or Vox, I'm not sure. But she basically talked about her experience with sexual assault. And it was just very, at that moment, I was like bawling when I was watching that video. And it still gives me like tears to this day, because it was like, at that moment, I wanted to be I wanted to be in that position where I would feel so happy and not happy, but like comfortable to share enough my story mm-hmm. in order to help others. Because I was greatly inspired by her that she was able to come out of all these adversities and all the victim blaming and all the hurt and all the pain and talk about it in order to help others. And that was like the main push to switch into film because I wanted to have a voice in the online space, I wanted to be heard around a time that I didn't have that voice, around the time that people kind of told me to be quiet about it. Because mm-hmm. that was one of the biggest things that I just felt so silenced. And there was also this really big victim blaming aspect that I was really shocked. It, I thought it was just something that I heard about on the internet that would never happen to me. And then when it happened, it was just like, oh, like, this is real life, like this actually happens. And so through that, and, you know, I I knew that I wanted to be something big. I didn't know what. (laughs) I just knew that I wanted to have full control of my life. And when I found female empowerment online and all these business consultants and being able to create their business online, but also create this community to find your tribe and grow with them, I was completely captivated by that. And I felt so inspired (laughs) that like immediately after, you know, I had this 10K medical debt on my shoulders. I like worked as a waitress for $3 an hour under the table because not only I was like 10K in medical debt, I was a college student who was like literally on the verge of becoming homeless. Hmm. And it was just, it was rough. Like it was very rough, but I like even to this day I look back and I'm like how did I manage to kind of pull out of that because right. <laughs> like I feel so alone and I remember just kind of like me you know wanting to go into film I just kind of started documenting everything I started documenting my journey and how I felt and usually around a time that I would feel comfortable to be you know to be awake and like do stuff I just didn't sleep I would just talk to a camera and just kind of be like, okay, this happened today. This is what I can do to get better. Um, And therapy is also very expensive. So I didn't like kind of invest into that because I like, you know, I was in so much debt as a college student that 
it was like not in my headspace at all. Um, but when I did have the chance to, I did go. And it was extremely helpful because um, the moment that I started taking care of myself, I started really diving deep into self-development and, you know, creating a business in the online space. And then that's when, you know, I really, I remember declaring to myself that I wanted to become a wedding photographer because the only type of romance that I want to be involved in are people who are absolutely in love with one another. That was like the biggest turning point that made me go into photography, just because like my own experience with my identity being Catholic, but also having that abusive relationship, I didn't want to like ruin romance or the idea of marriage to be completely broken in my head. Right. And so I went into photography for that um, and ended up with a very successful photography business with like over a hundred clients <laughs> within just like in the first, I believe, three months. Wow. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it definitely gave me like so much control and I, I felt so inspired and so powerful that I had the ability to do that, that I kept going up until I knew that I wanted to take it full time. And so I w went online and became a graphic designer and business consultant for creatives. That's amazing. So many different aspects of what you just shared is just so inspiring. Um, I, I can't imagine, you know, that's a lot to handle at any age, but especially as like a college kid and like you were able to use that experience and make positive choices where a lot of people would either give up or just would kind of spiral into a negative mindset. You know what I mean? And you were able to use that to fuel going forward. That is amazing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Like, that's just, that's so, just so neat. Um, and then I, d I just love that, you know, like you touched on a, a few different points about, you know, just life and, you know, what happens, like, it's not everything we think it is and it is hard and female empowerment. And it's like, it's just such an important thing to bring up, you know, like to talk about oh, yeah, like, 100%. yeah, like that we can do these things and it is, hard, you know, like being like your own business owner. And I'm sure it's, you know, there's, I can't imagine there's a lot of people your age that are doing it. Maybe there are more. I don't know. I'm a little older, <laughs> getting closer to the 40 milestone. But um, I, like to even think about like owning my own business at that age, like that's just so impressive. Um, and so like the fact that you're doing it is just so awesome. Thank you. It's been definitely a humbling experience and I'm extremely grateful for absolutely everything. Um, yeah, like, I didn't even think within graduating college that I would have a business, let alone like having a team under my wing. Um, yeah. So it's been like a very exciting and eye-opening experience. And as my business grows and I, and as I grow with it, it's just becoming, you know, something bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So you have like your own mastermind that you do, right? Like you do presets and coaching, like what all, what all do you do? And then like, I'm at the end, I'll get all your get contact information so people can contact you. But yeah, tell us everything that you do. Yeah. So basically my business 
helps with two different types of niches. So in the very beginning, I served as a graphic designer and I targeted six-figure to seven-figure entrepreneurs online who needed to jumpstart their brand identity and, you know, just get any graphic design work done, whether that be like sales pages, websites, IG story templates, presets, literally any collateral that they would need in order for their business to succeed. And definitely that was just like, it was really fun for me because, um, you know, coming from like a photographer to now graphic designer and being able to run this full time and being able to quit my nine to five was like, it was just, (laughs) you know, the most amazing experience ever just being able to say that. Because it's, awesome. it's literally been a dream. Um, literally coming from 10K in debt to now being a business owner. Um, but then the second niche that I am targeting with the masterminds and the coaching is that I knew that I want to help other people out there who wants to be creative, who wants to have their online business, who wants to be a graphic designer online, who wants to have that freedom or that ability to travel or spend time with their family or take care of their mental health. Because being part of a the CEO of your company is that you can delegate and outsource other work, but you can also like, it's not the traditional nine to five where you have to work from like straight up nine all the way to five. You can like, right. take breaks and, you know, things. And that has been definitely helpful for me as someone who struggled with depression and anxiety, you know, all the, all the big dramatic stuff that comes, um, and, you know, being able to spend time with family. Um, I I wanted to help those types of ladies. I want to help people who really hate their nine to five or not necessarily feel empowered in their job and just be able to have that control and, you know, travel for themselves and take care of their family. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing better in the world, you know, like, um, and I agree, like, cause you know, being a, a small business owner or anything like that, whether online or even at home, like if you have like a brick and mortar, um, it's a slippery slope to, we don't just clock out at five, you know, and, and there's a lot of things that come with that. <laughs> like, And people are like, Oh, it's mm-hmm. so awesome. You work from home, which it is. I, I'm so grateful. But I mean, there are cons just like anything, like any job, anything. Um, so that's, awesome that you're just, you know, you're, you have your story, you did it. And like, now you're showing other people how to do it, which is just awesome because the world needs more of that, you know, and like, you could see how passionate and happy you are and just, just killing it. So that's so exciting that you're teaching others to do that as well. Thank you. And there's like nothing compared to a rush of like being able to help someone and then have them say, oh, like I made four figures this day or I'm able to quit my nine to five in the next few months straight after that. I can't agree more. Like that is, I, I recently took like my Myers-Briggs test and I'm an INF, uh-oh, I forget what it is, P. And so like, it's like helper. Like that's what I want to do. Just like I want to help people. So like <sighs> in my amazing. business, yeah, no, in my business, like I, I, my husband and I ran a small business for seven years um, from our farm. We had an organic farm and brewery. And so like, I understand like the struggles of like what these like small business owners are doing, like just all the time, like low budget, like blah, blah, blah. So that's who I help and trying to like their processes, like their marketing so they can grow their business. And when they call, just like you said, and they have these like milestone accomplishments, like 
I don't know. I'm almost like in tears. Like sometimes I am like this one, mm-hmm. this one client like hit this huge thing and went live. And I was like, you have to go live for it. And I was just like crying watching it. Like there's no better feeling. Definitely. But you become their biggest cheerleaders. Yeah, it's exactly. just so amazing. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know how like you're doing it and like we're doing it and it, how happy we are and excited. And then it's like, they're starting, they get that too. And they're, you know, they're not stressed. They're not overwhelmed. They're not worried. Like where like their income's coming from or all the different stressors, Mm -hmm. how they're going to pay their bills. Like they are killing it. And like, they're happy. Like there's nothing better in the world. Yes. And being able to uh, be a part of that and be a part of their journey and actually help them get there even better. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Totally. Um, So that being said, and you touched on a few things about like, you know, how to, you know, like balance and kind of things like that. And there's a lot of things like we don't get to check out at five. Like, what are your tips on like how you balance like your work-life relationships? Oh my goodness. So (laughs) I don't think I can talk confidently about this one just because I, I mean, I fall into it too. Like we don't clock out and especially when it's something that you love. Mm-hmm. and something that comes like second nature to you it's hard sometimes my boyfriend will be like hey like you know the bed's right there it's time for us to go to bed you know <laughs> you know want to go out on a date or something um <laughs> he'll nudge me um but it's just uh you know definitely steps I've been taking steps in order to combat that because you know we didn't quit our nine-to-five job to work 24-7 right we definitely have to put systems in place in order to make sure that we are working on our best, um, that we're not functioning from an empty cup. So something that I started doing within the past few months when things just kind of started going on a roll was that I turned off the notifications on my phone so that if I'm working and someone messages me, I don't answer answer back um, immediately. It's so that I have specific time blocks throughout the day that's like, oh, like this is the time that I'm going to check Instagram or this is the time that I'm going to do client check-ins instead of like doing it whenever it comes up because it, it does create that dependency on your clients when they know that you're available 24-7. Mm-hmm. And a part of that is also like with the online space, a lot of your clients will come from different time zones. And so like when you're going to bed at like 10 p.m., and you hear like that message kind of beep at you and you're like, oh no, I have to answer this person. You really don't have to. You just have to make sure that you get back to them within 24 hours or six hours or whichever one that works for you. Um, And then another thing that I do love to do is I try to have specific office hours. So instead of like coming from a freelancer mindset of like thinking I'm available anytime, I'm just working now as a an, as an actual business. Mm-hmm. So like if they do want to contact me, if they want me to be responsive or if they need anything from me, it has to be within like that nine to five timeline. Right. Yeah. Um, or I can tell my VA to be like, Hey, so-and-so client needs this. Can you make sure it's well taken care of so that I can delegate and work less and make sure that I'm okay on my end, take care of the things that I need to do. Um, so that I'm not like stuck with my phone all day trying to like put out fires. Right. Yeah, totally. Like boundaries are such a big deal and they're so easy to let them be 
like, I don't know, just to, to not even like enforce them really. Like I know I did that in the beginning of my business, like, and it's harder to like establish them later. So it's just easier to establish them like upfront. Like, yeah, these are my office hours. This is when I'll get back to you in this amount of time. And then, and they, you know, people respect that. Like that is just part of it. That's part of doing business, you know? Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, I like that. I'm not so great at set office hours. That's something I definitely need to work <laughs> work on. Well, I think it's because it's been summer and um, I have two kids. And so the summer has just been nuts. So, you know, kind of like trying to fit things in when you can. <laughs> definitely. Try. I, have, I don't have kids, but I have like two pets at home. And like, I, I treat them as if they're my kids. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to like prepare their food, take them out, <laughs> all the yeah. crazy things. <laughs> It's like that. It's more like survival mode in the summer when it's like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, cool. So what are your go-to apps, automation, anything like that that you use to to help your business thrive? I think this is like one of my favorite questions because I just love hearing like new things that people use and like just, you know, we could all use things that make our lives easier, especially in business. So yeah, um, I have a lot. So I'll try to like keep them organized but basically the first one would definitely have to be Lightroom so I do work on Instagram full-time my business the majority of my leads come from Instagram so that in order for me to get more leads and get more clients I have to you know make sure that my page is professional looking that like the lighting is all good and also as a graphic designer the way that you showcase your photography And the way that people see your work is how they're going to perceive the quality of your work. Mm -hmm. So Lightroom, I created my own presets. I use that all the time and it's completely free too, which is amazing. (laughs) You don't have to pay for a subscription. You can download it. It's completely free and you can do intense edits to your photos with changing the lighting, changing the colors. It's really fun to play around with. I use it as like, you know, something to relax <laughs> for. And then if you don't, if you're not like super techie and you don't want to like spend so much time creating your own presets or, you know, fiddling around with all these settings and you don't know what they're doing, you don't know what they are. You can also use Filmborn. Filmborn is this app that I think that you have to pay for. It's made by Kirk Mestine, who makes these amazing presets for photographers around the world. They're film based, but they're just absolutely gorgeous looking. So I highly recommend if you don't want to like try to buy random presets on Etsy and try to figure out how they work, Filmborn is the way to go. Cause I know a lot of people want to create their business online on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, the next part would be Voxer. Voxer is a messaging um, app. It's also a way that you can make sure that the clients who are already onboarded with you can communicate with you. You can send videos. You can, it's basically like a walkie talkie, but on a smartphone. That's so funny. Um, I've really heard fun. about it. Like, and I had another in this same, um, another one of my guests on this question recommended it as well. So I'm going to have to check it out. Like I've heard really good things. Mm-hmm. And it's free too. So oh, that's even better. <laughs> Anything that's free. <laughs> yeah. Like I use it to its full potential. Um, it works very well. That's also how I communicate with my VA because sometimes I just, you know, I'm out and about. I can't type. I don't want to look down on my phone. I could just quickly tap this button and talk to my phone mm-hmm. and just like blurt out all the things that I need to get done. And then my VA just does it for my end. That's awesome. Um, and then let me think. Uh, 
Calendly is a really big one. I think it's becoming like a standard now. Everybody has a Calendly, um, but it's basically a scheduling system, an automatic scheduling system. So I'm a big fan of Google Calendar. Mm-hmm. My life planned on Google Calendar <laughs> is color coded. There's an alarm set in there, like everything from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed, it's documented. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I just love it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like, I, I love bullet journaling, mm-hmm. but also like, you know, I can't focus too much on making everything look pretty. So Calendly, um, not Calendly, Google Calendar was like the best way to just kind of like mix both of the worlds and make sure that it looks nice, but it's also functionality. Right. Um, so it Calendly connects to your Google Calendar so that you don't have to go back and forth with a client and have this long email chain of like, when are you free? Oh, like so-and-so this day. And then they'll email back, no, that doesn't work. So it's like minimizing that time because I notice as a photographer, as a graphic designer and someone who has to have a lot of meetings, trying to figure out which schedule works best for both parties eats up a lot of your time that could be put into something else. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be like something that actually makes you money instead of like spending so much time into your emails. Right. Yeah, I agree. And so when I started this podcast, I did it with like a Google drive sheet. And so like, I've talked to a few other gals that have like have podcasts and they all have that Calendly. And so like, I finally signed up for it. I just don't have it like going, but I can see how much already, like how much time it's going to save me. Cause it, it, you know, I don't have to go back and forth. Like what time, which is what we did too, like on Instagram, like yeah. would this work for you? Like just taking those steps out and wherever we can save time, like we got to do that. Like, cause like you said, we can just concentrate on other things that are actually like more revenue generating activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think the next one would be Asana and Slack. So they're both like project managing based systems, but Slack is mostly for communicating with a team. So as of right now, I have a VA virtual assistant and I have a junior designer and we're about to hire another one on. Um, so Slack is the best way so that like everybody's on the same page. And then we use Asana to make sure that all of our clients' projects are organized and that we have timelines for them. Mm-hmm. Asana is amazing because you can also integrate Google Drive with that, which works amazing for graphic designers and anyone who deals with tons of files. Uh, just because the moment that you connect both of them, everybody has the same link, everybody has access to it, and you don't have to like you know share it and make multiple links for people to use. Um, that's been a lifesaver on my end. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I've not worked with Asana a whole lot. Like I've heard really good things and I've, I've gotten a lot of recommendations. I love Slack. Like Slack is awesome and just so easy to be able to keep so many people like together, you know? <laughs> Instead of like mm-hmm. long email chains or anything like that. Yeah. yeah I'm not that. a fan of email chains. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you have to like scroll back through. It's like, damn it. <laughs> um, awesome. Thank you for those recommendations. Like I, I just love learning from other entrepreneurs. It's, it's so cool. Um, so what do you do to help your, like, how do you get out of your comfort zone? Um, like to crush your goals? Like, and is it scary? Like scariest parts, like things like that. Any examples you can think of? Yeah. So I have a lot <laughs> for this <laughs> one. Um, 
I knew that if I wanted to take my business online, I had to show up on Instagram stories. That's basically how you create that human connection online, especially when you're pitching or you're doing a sales pitch or, you know, you're targeting leads who are watching your stories. And I think about like 80% of people who use Instagram now watch stories more than scrolling um, because it's just like a habit now where they wake up and then they scroll through social media and they just watch stories. They, you know, want to keep track of people's lives up to date. And I am a huge introvert, um, ambivert sometimes, but I leaning more towards a, an introvert. And I also, as a photographer, I just hate being in front of the camera. I would rather be behind it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not a photographer, but, um, I hate being in front of the camera too. Like I didn't even get like a photographer or like videographer, like for our wedding. Cause I was like, mm, I'm good. <laughs> like I just, that is not my jam. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, I freak out, too. I'm like, oh, no, there's, like, a lens looking at me. I can't miss that. It's yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, oh, my God, I just hated going on stories. And going lives is even more nerve-wracking. It's because, like, the moment you say things, it's, like, already there for tons of people to see. It's, like, on the Internet. Right. But you know, little baby steps. I started recording videos on my phone and then it will not see the light of day. It'll just be on my phone. (laughs) Um, And then I would start sharing it and, you know, started sharing my journey and any trainings that I can do in order to help others or any way that I can generate leads online so that I can get more clients. So I started showing up more on stories and, you know, (laughs) coming from an introverted person to now like showing up on social media every day and making it part of my daily routine. It's been a wild ride from the very first moment that I posted an Instagram story. I was just like talking like this. It's like, hey guys, (laughs) today I think I'm just going to do... Like it was just very slow and like I felt like the people who were watching were like oh my god is she like gonna finish a sentence before like (laughs) 20 of these were were done um but I kept showing up and I think that's also how my business grew along with it because people were so captivated by the confidence that I generated but also the amount of value that I gave out in the IG story trainings that people got curious and people just started looking at my social media handles, people wanted to work with me, people knew that I was working on these really big projects, and I had the skill sets to do them. And so it opened up a lot of avenues for me to really connect with people connect with those six to seven figure entrepreneurs and really work with them. So I was no longer becoming just a user on Instagram, I was starting to become known as the designer that works with top level entrepreneurs but also the designer that converts followers into actual clients. And (laughs) pretty proud of that, Um, just because coming from a place of being terrified to go on stories was the biggest thing for me. And I think the next one, that would be another huge, very uncomfortable, like even when I had this confidence to show up on stories and to talk on lives and to, you know, speak publicly, doing a mastermind program was so nerve wracking. (laughs) Like imagine just like a college student who had 
all these negative experiences, almost homeless, to now creating a business, creating a team, and now having a program that charges $3,000 and above. That's a huge jump. (laughs) That is awesome. Like, it's just so cool. But I'm sure, like, the first one or whatever that you launched, like, I'm sure, like you said, that had to be nerve-wracking. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot to jump to. (laughs) Actually, like, like, uh, you know, like, out of college, you get, like, an entry-level job. (laughs) That's, like, not that big of a deal, you know? But being able to just jump right into it was just, like, I had so many doubts. I was panicking, basically. And the Trailblazer Mastermind program that I do have now is actually the first one. So we're, like, right fresh out of it. (laughs) Yeah, nice. It's, It's been a wild ride ever since then. But I remember just kind of, like, panicking because, I mean, even when Instagram is my full-time job, I only have, like, 2,000 followers, I think, at this point. And even back around that time, I remember having maybe like 1500 mm-hmm. And I was like, man, who in their right mind would pay $3,000 to like learn all these business advices and business tips and strategies from me? Like, what am I thinking? <laughs> and I hired all these business coaches and I was just like, hey, I have this big idea help me implement it. I don't know how to build it. I just, it's there. I I just know that it has to happen. Um, So I got really comfortable and really invested in a lot of business coaches because I knew that I wanted to grow as fast as possible within the first year Um, because I made an ultimatum with myself. It was either have a full running business in one year or go back into a corporate job. Mm. So, you know, (laughs) I literally lit a fire underneath my ass and I was just like, I need to make this happen. Yeah. Um, And so I launched it. I'm freaking out. Like two people amazingly signed up within the first few days that I launched it. I was feeling on top of the world. I was like, oh my God, I made like 6K. This is amazing. And then I heard crickets. And I was just like, oh my God, what was I thinking? This is going to be a disaster. Only two people are in it. Like people are watching me. I'm going to fail and I'm panicking and I'm like, you know, calling my business coach and I'm like, hey, like, should I give them a refund? I don't know if I want to do it anymore. Um... And then a lot of people signed up last minute. Yeah. That's and, a good thing. Like they always wait. Oh, we, we wait until we have to make a decision. <laughs> yes. The very last sale. And it was <laughs> like, I was just panicking the whole time. I was a hot mess. This is like my first launch ever. And it was like the biggest ticket item that I could ever have in my business. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end of the day, looking back, it was a 24K launch. That's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> it's been like, even to this day, I'm like still in shock, but also knowing that like, it's only just going to be bigger from here on out. Yeah. Because the, pro- the program itself just evolves. And then I knew, you know, different strategies to implement. So I'm not panicking anymore, mm-hmm. but being able to like put that in there and have those strategies in place and not panic and hire business coaches has definitely helped my business grow so fast. And I don't regret any cent or penny that I've ever spent. Yeah, totally. But like that in itself is scary too, though. You know, like when we have to like kind of 
invest because it's just, I don't know, you know, like it's a good bit of money and it's like, well, is this going to work? Like, am I going to do this? Like what results are am I, am I going to get? But it's always, like you said, worth every cent and like no turning back, you know? Definitely. And I knew that if I were to invest, like the money is uncomfortable because it's also to keep you accountable. Yeah. It doesn't make you uncomfortable. It's going to be like, oh, like I can just afford that another time. But to me, when I first invested into my business coach, my college during when I was in college, I knew that I had to work my ass off. There was no way I'm going to slack off. Mm-hmm. Like this was a huge investment for me. And I knew that I would do anything to make it work. Right. Yeah, I love it. And so I recently invested in, have you heard of James Wedmore? No. Oh, okay. Um, so he does like this big, it's like once a year, he opens it up. It's his business by design. Um, it's more about like just the systems and processes to be able to be like a digital CEO. And mm-hmm. it, it was a, you know, big, big chunk. So I was like really on the fence. And again, I was one of those people that waited until like the cart was closing in two hours <laughs> and then I did it. But um, he is very much like, yeah, like the transaction makes the transformation because I have, you know, got courses and I've done like the free webinars, you know, like all those things we try to do to like build Mm -hmm. our business, but you're not really, really investing in it until you kind of cough up that money and you show up because you know what you invested and you're going to show up for yourself. You're going to show up for your business. You're going to show up for your clients. Like it's just a game changer. Like the transaction makes the, you know, the, the transformation, like it's so true. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That is like the best quote ever. <laughs> yeah. He's a cool guy. You should look him up. Like he, he's just, I don't know. I've never met him yet. Like hopefully one day, like, um, he's a really, seems like a really cool guy. Um, and then, yeah, like going back, I wanted to get back to your first point about like, uh, you said you just putting yourself out there on Instagram, like, because that's terrifying. Like I finally went live like two weeks ago. Like I always tell my clients, like, yeah, you should totally go live. And like, do it (laughs) because it's so scary. And especially Mm -hmm. as like an introvert, but like you said, like from your first video to now, like, I mean, we just grow, like all of this is about like growing and evolving. Like we just have to start. And that is like the scariest part and just like keep going a little bit each day. Yes. Yes. Uh, The whole thing about entrepreneurship is just every single step is going to feel really uncomfortable. Like you're going to doubt yourself a lot. You're going to question yourself a lot. You're going to start like asking the universe for signs. (laughs) And then you get them and you're like, no, I'm not sure that's what that meant. Yeah. Like you still wait for it. Like it's like a gut feeling. Yes. Um, I think the best way to explain it's like, you know, when you're about to fall asleep and you kind of like jolt up, that's like kind of the weird gut feeling that you get when you're like about to invest or you're about to like do something big for your business. Yeah. But it always works out in the end, right? Yep. You just got to trust it. And that in itself is very scary. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks for sharing all that. Um, I just, I love hearing everybody's stories and like, you know, how we got here, what we're doing, like, because it, you know, as you know, being an entrepreneur, especially in the online space or even, you know, just any of us, um, it can be lonely and scary and just all of these feelings that, you know, some people don't feel if they're not in the same shoes, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, 100%. I remember just feeling absolutely lonely. I mean, even to this day, like I have days where I'm like, man, I wish someone out there who relates to my journey, who relates to this, all this business stuff can talk to me right now because I'm right. struggling. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I like talk to my boyfriend and I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know which app to invest or this software, or do I need to hire this person? And he's like still a college student too. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, why are you asking me these things? What does this mean? I don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I totally get it. And that was one of the reasons too, why I kind of, um, the, the whole point of this podcast is for us to raise a glass, take a minute away, like thinking about our business. I mean, we're obviously thinking, but I don't know, just being able to like relax and like talk about it and figure out how we can help each other and just know that we're not alone. Um, like that was the whole point. And I had this idea like two years ago and I just never being the introvert, I didn't want to put it out there. And then I finally did and met some really cool people and you know, like the community, I hope that it's creating, we can just, you know, all support each other. Yeah. And it's amazing. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's like, so, still so new. Like, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> like, it always starts out like really new and really little up until it starts gaining traction. And you're like, well, I didn't realize it would get this far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad we were able to connect. Um, it's just, this has been a fun conversation. Um, and then, yeah, so we're going into your favorites. Like, what's your favorite book, your favorite drink, thing to do to relax, um, thing to watch, and place to go? Okay, so my favorite book would be You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Tinchero. Um, I, out of nowhere, during my nine to five, when I was just, you know, designing, I wanted to listen to something uplifting and that was her I found her book on YouTube somebody uploaded it I'm sorry I should have bought the book but it was there <laughs> no, I love the honesty like it's that's awesome <laughs> yeah so ended up listening to it changed my life changed the you know mindset of like money mindset at all um but <laughs> I can go into like a whole preach on that but uh my favorite drink definitely has to be a matcha latte anything matcha green tea mm-hmm. I would chug it down anything <laughs> so I don't know why I just I just gravitate towards it and then a thing to relax would be um I love to paint um I also love to play my kalimba so kalimba is this little um it sounds like a music box and it's very soothing and it has oh. this right I've never um, even heard of that that sounds so no, I, I highly recommend you to pull up a YouTube video and type in kalimba and it's just it's so soothing it's just so nice oh cool okay I will and for um favorite shows to watch so right now I'm just really into k-dramas so Korean dramas oh very sappy and dramatic and full (laughs) of like romance and love triangles I I can it's a guilty pleasure I cannot (laughs) I, I mean, it's totally understandable. Like in college, I was like totally hooked on like Days of Your Lives and like all those like soap, like the soap shows that yeah. come on day, like didn't have classes. Like I get it. <laughs> I would just sit in bed or like between client calls and I was like, oh, I can watch like an episode. Yeah. And you're like, because you don't have to think about anything else. You can just kind of get like wrapped up in it and like just, you know, relax. <laughs> yeah. And it's so innocent too. It's like the first kiss and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's awesome. And then my favorite place to go would have to be the dog park, just because dogs, who doesn't <laughs> love them? Um, and I get to see my own puppy play with other dogs too. So it's just, it's literally heaven. It's just so nice being surrounded by dogs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, dogs, like, cause they're so happy. Well, actually, well, I say that mine's kind of bitchy. Um, she, now that she's like older and she, she, she's a rescue dog and she came from Mexico. And so I'm not sure what she had to deal with in her life as a puppy. She just does not like dogs. So she like, I can't take her to the dog park, but like when I do go to the, yeah, I, it's just, yeah, it's kind of sad, but, um, she's had a good life since then. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. Like I love going to dog parks. Like, you know, like a lot of them will be like the kids parks, like where, so I take my kids and these dogs are just like so happy and it's just soothing, you know, just to see like just their innocent happiness and, you know. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> what kind of dog do you have? I have a husky and he's actually um, a rescue too. Oh, that's awesome. I had a husky when I was a little kid. Um, it was around the time like the original Little Mermaid came out. That's dating me. But so I named her Ariel and she was awesome. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. She was a, Huskies are neat. Um, okay, so where can everybody find you? Like, what's your website, your social media? Definitely Instagram, all of that. Yes, so my website is basically my full name, which is also a little bit difficult. So it's jessicalimleywag.com. So it's Jessica, L-I-M space L-I-W-A-G. So jessicalimleywag.com. And then I'm Jessie Creative on Instagram, um, jessie.creative. And then Jessie Creative Official on YouTube. So that's basically a new project that's going to be launching soon in September. So it's coming up really fast. Awesome. Yeah, I saw you had just relaunched. Or had you relaunched? Or this is just the first time? Because I, f- I got the feeling it. <laughs> I used to be a YouTuber back in the day when it first came out. Um, but because I wanted to pursue medicine, I didn't want the recruiters to think that I was really immature. Oh. So I shut it down really quickly, <laughs> you know, cause it, like back in the day, it was just a lot of like prank videos, a lot of music videos, a lot of like right. DIY. So I did all of those and it's just, I mean, even to this day, they're really cringy. <laughs> so now with like having this business and being able to help others, I just wanted to talk more about like creating a business online. Awesome. That's so helpful too. Cause I mean, you know, we all need, you know, the tips and helps and everything. So, um, that's just awesome that you're doing that. Hey, I'm very excited. <laughs> and yeah, and I'll put all that in the podcast notes. Um, thank you so much, like for sharing your story, taking the time. Like I know you're super busy. Um, and it was just really great connecting and so great to oh, talk yeah. to other entrepreneurs. <laughs> no, definitely. Thank you so much for like opening this platform, like being able to share a story, being able to like listen to others. It's been amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you everybody for listening and we'll be back next week.